0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome listeners to episode 30 of the Two Vets Talk Pets
1: podcast. Dr. Lewisy, Robbie and I are still on a small break, but we'll be back recording the pod cave next week. So to keep you all glued to our airwaves this week, here is the unexpected part two of our best of episode. Unexpected because we didn't realise how many good bits there have been over the last six months. Well, that's what we reckon anyway. As usual, a big shout out to our long-term sponsor, Zilkeen, which is a highly recommended milk derivative supplement for any dog or cat that has mild anxieties, fears, or phobias. Being a product with no side effects, there is really no downside in trying it it if you think it could help your pet. Also, a big thank you to our Patreon sponsors, who are our most loyal listeners of the show. We had a new $2 Patreon sign-on in the last two weeks, and their support is much appreciated. So if you do like what we do, then let us know with some loose change, or even some not-so-loose change, if you think we're worth it. At some stage in the near future, we will be uploading a podcast that will contain funny outtakes from previous episodes, and also some stuff that I've sneakily recorded when Robbie had thought we were just chatting and not recording. When this is uploaded, it will only be available to our Patreon subscribers, so sign up now by searching for Two Vets Talk Pets on the patreon.com page, that's dot com page to avoid missing out. As I said, we'll be back next week. So stay tuned for hilarious riveting topics such as Nirvana eggs, ice cream devouring cockatoos, Terminator robot vets of the future, and common behaviour myths. To kick off this best off episode, Rob and myself are discussing a more serious topic that I'm very passionate about. That is dog attacks directed at children. Why they occur, but also more importantly, how to prevent them. Yeah. So I think
2: what 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 have you got? Uh, oh, we next well, article
1: in the Age uh, last weekend. Yes. Uh, regular podcast listeners to the show and yourself rob you know we sort of talked about this oh, i don't know could have been episode two might have been episode one actually early on anyway about the the, the age article is family dogs responsible for most attacks new research shows Right, now, this really flabbergasted me. Oh, like new research shows I've known this since since I wrote the book. Yes, uh, you yeah, have yeah. To get it. time yeah, there, for a there, plug, there it is. The, the, uh, the book Tell plug. Your Dog You're Pregnant and a a Guy For. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get the title right. Anyway, you know what it is, <laughs> and, and, as seen on the ABC Charlie Pickering. <laughs> yes, yeah, not, yeah, not on Charlie Pickering show. <laughs> well, it might be by now. Could be. Who knows. Could who be who on knows? there now. Anyway, so basically. It was a, it's a new study that came out of, I think, one of the hospitals. Um, or no, It was presented at the Royal Austral- Australasian College of Surgeons Con- Congress in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. Right. And basically, you know, it used uh, an example of this uh, young boy, three-year-old boy, Charlie. A single bite from his family's nine-year-old pet dog, and then hyphen, so gentle it barely woofed at a stranger nearly killed 3-year-old Charlie last yeah. year when the boy climbed on the sleeping animal's back to ride it like a horse.
2: Oh now, man,
1: there's so many things going on there. You know, the, the the dogs obviously woken up and it's given him one bite to the face. Yep. And some horrible injuries that they they document, but you know, it just comes back to that thing that we I talked about last time is that you know, the vast majority of the dog bites that occur to kids are by a dog that is known to the child. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh it's a family's dog, it's your relative's dog, yep. it's your best mate's
2: dog, neighbor's
1: dog, it's the yep. neighbor's dog. And and this study basically is saying that 90%, 92% yeah, well. of dog bites that they've they've sort of uh, presented to the hospital are by a dog that is known to the child. Yeah, right. And so that means only eight percent the dog running up to you in the street, which what that's what everyone thinks. It's it's the strange dog, the the wild inverted commas off lead dog, yes. running up and attacking the child. Yeah, it's not. It's in the family home, and and as I sort of you know outlined um in the book as well, it's often innocuous activities that are occurring. So it's walking past the dog. Yeah, it's it's playing with the dog. It's you know cuddling the dog's a big one. Yes. feeding the dog, it's sleeping the dog, and in in Charlie's case it was. It was unfortunately riding the dog, yeah, yeah, like a horse, which you know, we really, Is, really, obviously, it's not something we we condone at all. No, it's not a good idea, no. and you
2: know, it's um, yeah, gee whiz, it makes you wonder where the kid got it in his head to try and do it. Well, you, you well, know. that's the thing. The owner, the
1: owner, uh, the father, sorry, and the owner, I suppose. Um, you know, uh, the bite was really out of character for the dog. Said the father, who lives on a property. Um, between Brisbane and Toowoomba, the biggest contributing factor was the dog was asleep, and an older
2: dog. Right. And
1: look, I have to disagree. There, the biggest contributing factor is the lack of adult supervision. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I really don't want to uh, uh, sort of
2: plenty of old dogs sleep and then don't wake up and bite somebody. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, and, and and you know, there's I was reading something something recently talk about tactile supervision. Right. So essentially, that you should be within touching distance of your dog and a child of that age at all times. Yeah, right. And, you know, obviously they don't, they don't, the, the father, and it's, it's really unfortunate it's happened to Charlie, but I'm, I'm tipping if he was in the room, that Charlie wouldn't have been riding the dog like a horse while he was asleep. So, yeah. you know, he goes on to say, Charlie and his younger sister Isla have been taught to treat dogs with respect and never to poke, pull or climb on them. Well, they've been taught that, but obviously Charlie, he's, he's three years old. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, for him to take that on board and understand that, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing, and uh, it's a really hard thing to say. And it feels like I'm being perhaps you know critical of the parents, but it is about supervision. You know, it's it, it's the the dogs we see are the 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 bite kids are often the dogs that have never bitten before. Yes, yeah, and it's that first bite, and it's often a bite to the face, and it can be just really horrible. You know, there's there's a mention here that a that a 50 kilogram dog bite that's a pretty big dog. Yep, has the same bite strength as a tiger. Yeah, wow, gee liz. And so that, that's that's a phenomenal bite. And so it just takes one single bite, um and, and and uh and and they can do some really, really terrible damage. And and as well as that um as well as the scarring they can cause, there's a mention in the article about uh, you know, the, the, the hospital that this uh there's a doctor O Mahoney, um not sure. Oh, doctor O'Mahoney and Doctor Cockburn. Oh hey oh, Sally, no, she's no, back No no, it's I might be a brother. Right, Co- yeah. Coburn. Sorry, yep, Doctor Coburn. Jim Coburn. Y- yeah, I don't know if it's Jim. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Looking, ah, uh, can't find it. Anyway, so um, they um, yeah, and, and the, their hospital, they have a, a full time staff member now providing counselling support for for people that are bitten by dogs because wow, there's so many of them. Cause distressing disputes and guilt in family oh, and family. Yeah, right, oh yeah, Roddy. So, oh yeah. So look, a little article that you know, came up in the Age, you know, talking about you know sort of new. New findings, but really they're not new
2: findings. That's if, that's really just confirming what you know well, we've known for yep. ages. Well, well, since I wrote the book, mate, since, since you wrote the book, yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> when I brought it to were everyone's you, were, were you
2: referenced in that, mate? Yeah, they, you know, in the uh, the the Royal that's Australasian Surgeons. That's a good conference? Point. I, I did have a missed call last week. Yeah, bit another bit one. Send, send him a book. Ever mate, since I know? missed that one for the Queen, I yeah. should be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should be answering these calls shouldn't I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've you got you to an- answer those uh, the, those blocked numbers you know yeah. because you, you never know who could be on the other line exactly spot um, on mate
1: Mother's Day yesterday, which was nice, you know, yes. um, you know. What did what did you do for Deb? Oh, look, we we went out to lunch, uh, yeah. just a local cafe, which was nice, and then went to the footy, went and oh. saw Richmond um, and and North play at Etihad, so so fantastic. So, went
2: and watched some uh, some kangaroos fed to the line, uh, to fed to the Tigers. Yeah, did they, you? Kangaroos did okay, actually. Did they? Deb's, Deb's a kangaroo supporter, although oh. more more a Wayne Carey era supporter. I think. All
1: oh, right, okay, she the glory quite, days. She couldn't quite name who the captain was, but. <laughs> I was trying to convince her as Mason Wood, their newest recruit. That okay. he was the captain. She's like, "Oh, really? I haven't heard him." No, no, no. She goes, "I think it was. Is it Jack Treble?" And I've gone, oh, "Might be Zeble. Zeble <laughs> might be the might be the captain." Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Treble's
2: a little bit further up in the alphabet. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, that's
1: right. But yeah, Deb had a um, a Mother's Day lunch that um that she had uh, on, on Friday, which right. is a lunch set up for the for the ladies at, at um at the school and it's it's a fantastic event. They all look forward to it, you know. The mums they don't get out a lot. You know. Well, maybe they do, but p- perhaps not. So they <laughs> they all get dressed up and you know they go out to lunch and there's champ free champagne supplied and, nice. and on tap. And so you know I did the did the kid, the pick up picked up you no know, my kids and some other kids and then yeah, some other people's other kids, kids, kids as well. You know, yeah, a carload of kids. that's all fine. They come back to our place and the kids are having fun and the girls are obviously out fun. About six o'clock, you know, been about six hours. They've been at the the function. Deb sort of texts me, oh you know, can you come and pick me up? So yeah. it's at a local local place. So. Of have um, kind of headed down to pick her up. And I thought, look, yeah, I thought, oh, it's probably the end of the function. There'll be a few people there, a few stragglers, you know. Deb and a friend Sophie yeah, come pick them up. Might play a little bit of a joke, you know. I've got a chauffeur's hat. Right, nice. So I popped the chauffeur's hat on. They've got a double-prested coat and a pair of, I found a pair of Deb's uh, sort of uh, black leather gloves. And I put them on. Nice. I thought, yeah, here's the, the chauffeur, going to pick him up. Be perfect. So, you know, rocked up, parked out the front. Yep, oh, this looks like the place. Walked in thought yeah you know there'll be maybe five six of them left yeah walked in smack band a hundred women really yeah, hundred ladies still i reckon it was they're like, all tying uh, it on yeah yeah and uh, smack band in the middle they're all on the champagne smack walked dead into them and in walked like, you with your leather gloves exactly did it well da, da. i felt like the last meat sausage of that vegan <laughs> bunnings barbecue mate i was like oh so they're all standing there and uh that's the first thing that ladies can't do straight up to me, whispering in me, going, Are you the stripper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was, was, was like you were saying, I was like I was I was slightly put off but I thought my first thought was, Oh, if I'm the stripper, I think you'd be wanting your money back about
2: yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a fetish, Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been a special sort of uh, request for that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, Mother Mother's Day, all the other one, you know, all the um, the uh, the the Oz, uh, you know, the Australian power down yeah, under boys. That's right. They're they're, they're already booked out. Yeah. You know? Have you
1: got any sort of middle aged bald men?
2: <laughs> Maybe a vet. I don't know. You know, yeah. Carrie yeah. loves animals. Yeah. You know, my second
1: thought was when she said that to me. It was like, oh, I feel like a piece of meat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I feel you know. But a good piece of, meat, like a, like scotch, like fillet a you know, scotch fillet or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, It's yeah. Certainly a good Bought piece of meat. House, yeah, 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 yeah. Top, top, top shelf sort of thing. Third thought though I had was, do you remember Peter Andre? Now Peter Andre yeah, Peter yeah. Andre the singer Yes You're the singer Give us some kind of sign Give me some kind of sign, Are sign girl? girl Is that the one? Oh, I do believe so Do you remember so, he, yeah. he, he had the full physique oh, He had the he really had the, good six pack He had about an eight pack Yeah I reckon. he did yeah. And you remember They went to interview him Before a show once And walked into the green room Yeah And he was there doing You know a thousand sit ups And crunches Before <laughs> the show And that was my third thought I haven't done any sit ups Oh no yeah. So So that was That was my fun Sort of Mother's Day um, Scenario And um Deb had a great time. Um, but it yeah, picked her up
2: and uh, and you know, all went all went really well. Jose did any of the other or any of the other uh, you know husbands sort of turning up as uh you know to be put on display as well? It wasn't a setup, was it? You well, know, Deb didn't maybe. get you in there to uh you know, sort of show off, mate, yeah, going, Oh you look at this. Oh, yeah. do you reckon? Do you reckon yeah. oh, now oh. ladies coming through? We've got Lewis Kirkham. Yeah, get what, your checkbooks out.
1: And what a trophy husband I am, mate. <laughs> bit different to that. Yeah. There, there's there's been a bit of royal news lately, mate. Oh, are you crikey. are you across are you across the Royal News?
2: Are you are you into the Royals, Robbie? N- no. I, I I like I like um Arnott's Royals. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't mind Royal Blue. <laughs> right,
1: well my my family Totally You guys are monarchists well, all the way, I way through. We, I don't know about monarchists, but we do like a bit of the royal family. Yeah, yeah. And uh and uh, you know
2: obviously Keep, bring me up to date, right? Well yeah. well
1: obviously I mean you'd heard them the major news has been going on, major royal news, what's happened? The Queen's dead? No, no Cl- well, no, no coin, no no. Queen, no, Queen, no, I don't no, think no, so. um, uh, not, not as see. not as we record, I'm well,
2: sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Prince Philip has said something stupid. <laughs> That's not news. No, that's <laughs> every day. That's just days that's that just, end in white. Yeah, that's just. Well, um, is it the baby?
1: I thought you might think it was the baby, but it's actually yeah. the last royal corgi's passed away.
2: Oh no, the last yeah, royal the corgi. queen's
1: last royal corgi. Wow! And while well, the baby news is exciting, I'm actually more focused on the animal On aspect. the animal, I'm, yeah. And it's sad for me because I think that corgi, who coincidentally's name's Willow, right? Okay, is, uh, similar to our friend and your Avengers yes. uh, fellow Avengers watcher. Absolutely you're excited yeah. about. If we can bring it back to to the podcast, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, that dog Willow, her last corgi, oh, that dog has actually listened to the CD of Baby Sounds that's in my book. Oh no, really? Yes. And I think it might be the last of the Queens corgi that has. So really, when, when uh, how when, did you manage that? Well, when, when Willie and, and Princess Kay, yeah. those, those are in the inner circle, know them, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When uh, alias
2: is on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: Willie, eh? <laughs> and uh, he, um, when they were pregnant with their first child, I thought, I'm going to send a book. Oh, perfect so opportunity. So, so I sent a book. Now, I'm going to pull out. This is, this is great for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I sent a book to Queen. Yes. Queenie. Queenie, as she's named. Yeah. And the Queenie and the Corgis. And also sent a book to uh, uh, Will and Kate. And I got a letter back from both of them. Oh, get out, man. I did. I got a letter from the Queen. No. Now, I'm going to let you... you just feel the thickness of that paper, mate? Oh... My yeah. goodness As I hand the paper to Robbie And he thumbs it delicately With that is, that his white some, gloved hand
2: That is some seriously thick paper there yeah, mate There's some
1: GSM in that mate Let yeah. me tell you So, <laughs> so th- I'll, I will read out you know The
2: Queen Dude did, I am suitably, suitably impressed uh, Look at the stamp Buckingham Palace Holy crap Dear Dr Hang Kirkham uh, Gurkham <laughs> No
1: not Kirkham I <laughs> spelled it right it says Kirkham Kirkham Dear Dr Kirkham The Queen wishes to write and thank you for your letter with which you enclose a copy of your book, Tell Your Dog You're Pregnant. Her Majesty
2: greatly
1: appreciates your good wishes for her family and your kind thought in sending this gift. I am to thank you once again for writing as you did. Yours sincerely, Raccoon Lady-in-waiting. The Queen, I'm sure it's her signature. Dude, that is phenomenal. Cool. <laughs> that is phenomenal. I know. But I also got one back from Kate and Will as yeah. well. And look, I you know, so I'm obviously upset that the last Corgi's passed away and the Queen is suitably upset. Yes. There was a um in the in the uh, Telegraph newspaper, uh, the the title is Queen Hit extremely hard by death of her beloved last royal Corgi. She was and so this this Corgi the lineage of this Corgi day is f- the fourteenth generation. Wow! Of Corgis, and look, I know we did a podcast recently.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering—is there a phone call that's gone through to old Babs? I was just thinking that, mate. This is, this has got Babs written all over it. You know,
1: Oh, hello, up, Barbara Striesen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did you clone your dog? Yes, one would like to clone her royal Corgi again, <laughs> or maybe maybe she'll even
2: uh, even send out a nice letter like, "I got." Oh, man, absolutely, yeah, dear, dear, yeah. It's from the lady in waiting. Is that what, the, what it was signed as? The lady in waiting. Lady in waiting. And I can't actually read it, so I'd
1: like to say it was signed by the Queen and personally written. It is typed, yeah, but it is personally signed by. It looks like, Richenda Elton. Oh Elton John. Oh Elton I John again. Elton John, that'll do.
2: Dude, that Play. is phenomenal. Yeah. And and that stamp even looks like it's real. It doesn't even look like you've just oh. downloaded it off the <laughs> internet. It's genuine.
1: <laughs> genuine. And so anyway, back to the queen. And yeah. A vet a vet was called for the dog on Sunday afternoon. Right. Um, when it became unwell. So I'm just thinking, I oh, I had a missed call on Sunday. <laughs> private number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double O
2: double four, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh yeah yeah plus plus double yeah, yeah. plus double Who's calling me from the yeah. UK? Yeah.
1: I don't answer UK numbers. <laughs> they, they just want money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to our UK taxer. Tax, uh, Absolutely. Uh, tax yeah. people <laughs> over there. <laughs> um so and th- this was the dog I don't know if you remember the Olympics opening ceremony in London where she did a, a scene with James Bond Daniel Craig. Yes with Daniel Craig, and the dog yes. Walked out.
2: She, that was that was that was Willow. That was Willie. Willow. Willow. That, Willow that passed away as well. Right. So um, you know, is, is that then the last corgi ever in England? Like, is there, is there a by royal decree that there are no other corgis? Because you're yeah, extinct. Uh, are, are there other. Yeah, not extinct. I'm pretty sure there'd be other corgis in England, extinct. Your Royal Majesty. Nah, the sure, it, Telegraph says they're extinct. <laughs> no, I think That a- was the last one. Thylacines, dodos, <laughs> and royal corgis.
1: North, Northern white rhinoceroses.
2: <laughs> and, yeah. And, and,
1: and, and the long legged corgi. corgi. <laughs> I mean, short legged <laughs> yeah. corgi. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Look, even, even further that, obviously I sent a copy of the book to, to uh, Princess Kay. Yes, yes, yeah. As I like to call it. Got a, got a letter back from them. Yes. But not being a royalist, you might not know that they named their baby Louis. Louis, yeah. The, the baby's name is... Was the that name? the little one? Yeah, the, the latest one they the had. The fresh one. The latest one they had. Yeah. They've named it Louis. Well... Well, uh, I, I'm suspicious. Uh, you, you that they've, they've named it after me. Oh wow! Because they've got my book.
2: Yeah, yeah. They yeah. listened.
1: They played it. To, they had a dog. I Can't remember their dog's name. I probably should should have researched that a yeah. little <laughs> bit more. But but they uh, they um yeah they they had my book and and they too sent a letter back. Yes. Dear Dr. Kirkham. Nice. Should I try an English English voice? Okay, Uh, show us what you got, mate. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have asked me to thank you for your very kind letter of 18th of January following the announcement that they are expecting their first baby. Fantastic. Unfortunately, we will not be able to name the firstborn after you, <laughs> but possibly the third... Oh, no, I might <laughs> be making... these uh, uh, <laughs> are a little bit there. Their Royal Highnesses were so touched that you took the trouble to send a copy of book tell your dog you're pregnant, and have asked me to send you their warmest thanks and best wishes.
2: Fantastic. Yours
1: sincerely, Gemma Kazza. And I'm Kazza? not sure who Kazza is. Kazza. My, my wife used to live with a Kazza, but I <laughs> hope it's not her. But there you go. So there's there's a bit of a, a royal connection, mate. That uh, Dude, 2 that vets talk awesome. pets have got, and uh, yeah, and Ed. I expect uh, pretty soon we'll have a, a new follower on Instagram. Absolutely, Willie, yeah, yeah.
2: Willie, and, and Princess Kay. <laughs> How good would that be? Imagine if one of them writes a uh, a review for us on iTunes. Oh, there's another letter. Obviously. You know, dear Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, obviously you've found some um, some benefit in in the uh, the reading of my book. Yeah, um, I've recently started doing a podcast. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a five star review. It'd mean a lot. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yours truly, Dr. Lewis Kirk. Yeah.
1: I reckon we get dear Dr. Kirk and Dr. Anderson, Unfortunately, we're <laughs> Android users. Could you send <laughs> the link? <laughs> Pretty sure
2: that. Nurses, um, Joe, I'm not sure if she's uh, she's gonna listen. Um, she had a thing about cotton wool. Shout out to Joe, shout out to Joe, yes. Know? Um, yeah, you know, th- this name hasn't been changed, Joe, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, but she's got a thing about uh, about cotton wool. Oh, I had a nurse exactly the same, yes, yes. It must be common. Yeah, oh. go on, just in just crazy. So, so she couldn't use cotton wool when we're trying to do things, or if we had cotton wool and she had to remove it, she'd use um, forceps to try and take wow. it out, you know. Um, and uh, and I was sort of joking with her once about saying, oh, Joe, what would you do if I filled up your handbag with? Cotton wool. She gave me a look, Lewis, that made me think I'm not going to put any cotton wool in your handbag, Joe. Don't worry. Well, it's It'll unlike, be fine.
1: unlike what I did to our nurse. So you told us that she didn't like cotton wool. She didn't like the the squeakiness of it. So when oh, she picks yeah. up dry, it's, it sort of you know, it sort of squeaks and squeaks a little make, bit. Yeah. So if it was wet, it was okay. So I've come out. I've come out of the, the consult room. Yeah. My ears stuffed full of cotton <laughs> wool and all this hot cotton wool out of my mouth. And I got jumped in front of her at the consult room. <laughs> she absolutely she just freaked out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What well, wasn't. I probably should have taken a little bit more seriously. Her phobia, but yeah, that's,
2: well, it's about desensitisation. Yeah. We we're talking about or, it the or other or flooding, day. flooding. We yeah. Just yeah Chuck the spider, Adam. Get a, get over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As long, as long as they don't go into a cardiac arrest, then they're fine after that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about fleas in winter. You yes. know, because it is it is cold, it is frost Mind you we've had a beautiful weekend that's just gone through beautiful sunshine and everything, but um a lot of times people think that fleas are just a, a hot weather disease, you know, so the dogs and cats are going out in the dirt, you know, the cat's going under the house, the dog's rolling around in the dirt, and that's where they're picking up the fleas, but then we still get plenty of dogs and cats that come in to see us with fleas in the middle of winter, and yeah. we go, well, what's going on? You know, how how is this happening? Um, so, I, what my theory is, it's it's central heating, it's the fact that, you know, we've got the dogs and cats living with us inside, um, and as especially if you've got um, like heating vents in the ground, you know, where do the dogs and cats like to sleep? Yeah. Near the heating vents. Yeah. Well, that's where the hottest part of the house is, you know, or well, that's well, that's where it's hot enough so that then the you can have your own little microcosm of life cycle of the um, of the fleas there. And obviously then if you do have fleas going in there anywhere where the dogs and cats are going and lying, well, then that's going to be where the eggs and larvae are going to be yeah. laid as well. Well, so, well,
1: as far as the fleas, can be, it's spring inside the whole time because your house is always at... I don't know twenty twenty one degrees the whole time. You're it never absolutely. actually gets cold enough for them, you know, to, to 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 be dormant. So yeah, you know, it warms up. Everyone puts the
2: heating on, and bang, fleas start hatching, don't they? Yeah, absolutely, spot on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's and it's um for for those animals, yeah, it becomes a year round thing. And you know, people go, oh, I've I've never had problems with fleas in winter. Um, I think because I remember back when I was um back when I first graduated, like I. You know, I hardly ever saw fleas in um in wintertime. You know, right. um, like so when I worked out in Warrigal, did they I have heating in those days, mate? Like, back all all yeah. the way back in the black and white yeah, days yeah, of uh, yeah. you know of the of the early two thousand and twos and two thousand and threes. Oh, it was cold <laughs> in those days, mate. You have to rug up, you know, wrap oh. yourself in a sleeping bag, and you know, just then that, that was just to go into bed. You and, know, yeah, it was crazy. The peat fires were hard to light, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but once you got them going, mate, it was great. You never. <laughs> They never go. Then they ne- they never oh, settle down. There, yeah. um, so yes, yeah, so know,
1: no fleas when you graduate. You reckon, so, in well, winter? I,
2: I just hardly ever saw him, man. You know, um, but then. Uh, uh, um, partly that may have been because we worked in Warrigal, so therefore more animals probably slept outside compared to oh, inside. Yeah, that's a good point. But then you know, as we're you know, domesticating our dogs, and as I then started coming and working in more suburban areas, that yeah, you're starting to get the um, the 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 dogs and the cats sleeping inside where then. The temperatures are just ripe for year-round flea warfare. Yeah, well, it's
1: funny you should bring up the suburb aspects of it. That you know there were none in Warrigal. Yeah. When I first started working in Turak, yeah, and uh, and I remember one day you know a little uh, a, poodly, a cute little fluffy poodle came in with the uh, with the owner and no. and, and oh, it's. Oh, um. You. Yeah, um. Miffy's been itching a lot lately. Oh. All oh, right. Okay. Oh. Well. Yeah. We'll just we'll just check Miffy out. What's going on? Oh. Yes. Look. I don't know what it could be. I think it must be some sort of allergy or something. I hope I'm getting the voice right. I'm yeah, getting yes. a Bit of an impression of the sort of person that I'm was there. I'm that, closing that my that eyes own, and I'm there. That yeah. owned Miffy. Yeah. Mate, I'm.
2: I'm even squinting from the light shining <laughs> off the diamonds on 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 Minty's collar, mate. Yes. Yeah. You spot on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Don, what, not diamantes,
1: no true just, diamonds. Just true yeah. ass diamonds, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More sparkle in a Swarovski cabinet. Yes. Without <laughs> a doubt. And it yes, well I just don't know what it could be. So yep. So I have looked through the, you know, through Miffy's Miffy's coat, and sure enough, there's fleas everywhere. Yeah, right. So I've gone, oh look, oh, I'm sorry, uh, you know, uh Mrs. Uh, Hubris. Um <laughs> uh, the um you know Miffy Miffy's got fleas. And her response was oh. Uh, Oh no, that's not possible. There are no fleas in Turak. <laughs> How's that? That's a common disease. I, 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 exactly. There are yeah. no and I was like well, have you been travelling outside the suburb at all, Mrs. Hubris? <laughs> <laughs> well, your dog's to... riddled.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I went to Mulvern and <laughs> yes. all that territory. Oh, yeah. My daughter did yeah. My daughter did come over from Richmond and that's across the arrow, so it must oh. have come from there. <laughs> can you tell if they're northern <laughs> fleas? <laughs> yes. oh, they, let me just check under the microscope and I'll I'll tell you the, the or if they've migrated. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what 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 we do, Mrs. Hubris, is we put them on a little bit of tissue paper and we float them on water and we see which way they turn and point. And if their heads point north, they're from the north of the river. If they point south, they're from the south of the river. Oh well, okay.
1: Oh, so so there you go. Yeah, 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 they're definitely suburbs. So anyway, so
2: fleas, fleas coming up the central heating and stuff. You reckon? Yeah, I I reckon. Yeah, um, and. Also, you know, you've got your dog beds and all that sort of stuff that are inside and particularly then in the colder weather, you're less likely to probably wash your dog's bedding because it's wet and it's hard, uh, it's it's cold and it's hard to dry hard it to off. Hard to dry, spot yeah. on. Yeah, okay. So, so it just pr- provides this perfect environment for the flea life cycle to just start to build up, build up, build up. And so once you've got fleas you know i always talk to people about the fleas as being like a pyramid you know it's the the couple of fleas that you see at the top of the pyramid yeah. then you come down from there then, then there's all the adult fleas that you don't see that are in the environment then you got all the larvae that's even the next the next bigger one and then under that is all the eggs all the eggs and as time goes on though those eggs and larvae they just start cracking into being absolute you know more and more and more uh, you know live adults that aren't just gonna bite your animals they're gonna bite you and your kids yes, too. Yeah, you know. Spot
1: on, yeah. So Well, um, yeah, I think they don't they say, you know, that five percent of the fleas are on the animal any time and ninety five percent of them are in the environment. Yeah. So that's your pyramid sort of structure, I think. Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So so if you if you see a flea, then you have got a big problem. Yes. You know, that's, that's that's hiding there that you may not even see. Yeah, it's so, not just
1: one flea that's jumped onto the dog park, is it? No, no, absolutely, absolutely. no, yeah. no. Uh, um
2: and especially, yeah, I mean it's or, 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 you know that you've gone and seen your cousin's dog, and oh, hang on, one flea's jumped on me. Oh, I mean, hey, it could be, and you may have found that one flea, and then it's problem solved. But well, but
1: do ask if they've been to Richmond, I guess. Oh, of
2: course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you can do the do the uh do the north south test and see where they've come from. <laughs> not, uh, so, what do you do about it, mate? What are we going to do? So, um, you know. Uh, like with anything in life where there's money to be made, there's lots of companies that are trying to come up with lots of different ways of trying to treat things. Um, and there's been a bit of an explosion in the last couple of years of different flea products. Like yeah. Traditionally, you had... Um,
1: uh, 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 we're happy to push a particular product, aren't we? Oh, man, for, 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 a for a fee.
2: fee. <laughs> man, you know, the, our, our, kids are, our kids are getting hungry, Lewis. That's right. No, yeah. Those sausages aren't cutting it anymore. That's right. <laughs> yeah, waiting wait to go to the bunning sausage sizzle at uh, four thirty on a Saturday afternoon to wait for him to have finished, You know, the vegan sausage yeah, the vegan, sizzle. The vegan sausage sizzle. Oh, yeah.
1: I was thinking about that. Aren't sausages vegan anyway? Because there's no meat, no meat in there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure how yeah, how vegan, uh, yeah, lips and toes Ooh, and all that sort of yeah. stuff could be. I guess if it's brr. lips and toes from a pumpkin, then it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, don't you, ask how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. Just enjoy the sausage. So um, the different products. Yep. Yeah. So um. So traditionally again yeah you know, so when so when we graduated you you probably could nail it down to you had um the the spot-on flea treatment yep. you know um of which you had yeah, frontline and advantage with the big ones yep. you know excel pets there as well but you know of, of you know uh, a well well it doesn't work
0: <laughs> what is that
2: yeah i was going to try and sugarcoat it but yeah no well, no are, are they going to sponsor us oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: fantastic product
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Didn't didn't stop another certain uh, celebrity vet from putting his name to it for many years. Is there a head on it? Is there
1: head on the packet? Yeah. Oh, I don't. always walk past it, mate. Go to the good stuff. Oh,
2: yeah. No, no. We we won't we won't throw this particular one, but but a very much loved
1: friend of the podcast.
2: Not a friend of the podcast. No, no, no. no. All right, that rules out two people we've talked about so far. (laughs) So yeah. Guess. Yeah, and yeah, your dad and, and <laughs> Katrina Warren. <laughs> oh, and Francis too. Yeah, and Francis, yeah. that's right, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Charlie Pickering. Charlie Pickering. He's, He's not done. on it.
1: Yeah, no. Stop the podcast. Hey, listeners, it's Dr. Lucy. I'm just interrupting this podcast midway through, as I know there is no chance Robbie will listen this far through this best of episode. I need a small favour to help play a, play a little prank on him. It's his birthday this week and I would love it if as many listeners as possible could wish him a happy 21st birthday on the Two Vets Talk Pets page on either Facebook or Instagram. Make sure you say it's his 21st as clearly he's not 21 and he'll have no idea what's going on. Just go on and post it on the socials and I'll keep you updated on his response. Thanks everyone, appreciate it and let's get back to the show. This week is is uh, is a client brought to the front counter. Yeah, a pot plant, right? A a fern, a nice, beautiful green fern. Yes, I bought this at IKEA today. Look what's on it. It was a frog on the pot plant from IKEA.
2: Really? Yeah, it was amazing, and we're like. That's incredible. Like like an an actual frog. A live frog. A a live frog. Not an ornament, a live frog. Right, yeah.
1: Like a green, like look like a green tree frog. Really? And we couldn't believe it. We're going, this is amazing. She goes, yeah, I just bought in Ikea. She goes, when I got home, I was like, oh, I'll have to take it back now. And then she thought, oh, I can't take it back because what's Ikea going to do with a frog? (laughs) So she's brought it into us. And so we're like, oh, that's amazing. So look, we were looking at it, oh, this is great. What are we going to do with what it? What are we going to do with frogs? Yeah, the frog? we don't yeah. know a lot about frogs. Yeah, it Not, ain't easy being green. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I've, I've seen Sesame Street. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I don't know. So I got in contact with a good friend of the the pod. Yep, Francisca Sheelings.
2: Do you know Franger? Yeah. yeah, you know Franger? Yeah, yeah. He actually was at our wedding. There you go. Yeah, yeah. is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A very good friend of the podcast. Oh, it was um because uh, Christina worked with um uh, Allison. Sarah no,
1: uh Oh his his partner.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe Sarah. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, go with Sarah.
1: Sarah Frith. Sarah Frith. We, no, we know Frank really well. Yeah <laughs> I
2: haven't seen him for for
1: a while, yeah. but he's a great photographer too. Yes, he has yeah. got his photography business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyway, so send him a text yeah. with a photo. Said, you know, what do we got, mate? What do we do? <laughs> so he goes, oh, he writes back, typical Franker It's a Littoria gracilenta. Grasolenta. Gras- Nice. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. What's What's that? So Google. Yeah. Google. It's the dainty green tree frog. Oh, the yeah, dainty green. Dainty green frog. Native to eastern Queensland and northeastern New South Wales. And purchased in an Ikea well, in right. Melbourne. That's obviously where Ikea is getting all their gear from. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, and I was like, what do you do with it? He goes, take it to the lost frog's home. <laughs>
2: oh, oh,
1: how's that?
2: we like the Lost Frogs. <laughs> Thanks, Franciscus. That's going to help us out. Yeah, yeah. yeah It's <laughs> like, yeah, where's the... Google. Google, yeah. yeah. The Melbourne Zoo. The Melbourne,
1: Melbourne Zoo. Zoo. a sanctuary. Right. So, yeah, one of the nurses sort of took, took it off and, and said, oh, I'll take it on the way home. I'll live out that way. Perfect. Yeah, but right.
2: Take it to the lost frog's home. Gee whiz. Yeah, impressive. I, I wonder how long it took him to actually type in the name of it into his text message, too. I wonder what the predictive text would have been coming up with. You know, <laughs> yes. you, you would have got six letters in it, which just going to look, you're obviously just talking crap. You Bufo know. Marinus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: No, but um, I, was, uh, I lost my train of thought there.
2: All right, frog. Frog, yeah, frog. oh, we're talking about frogs, talking yeah, about frogs. yeah. yeah. chocolate not, frogs, not helping frogs. me, no. <laughs> chocolate frogs. still not helping me. Oh, I, I thought, of, you know, having come from Ikea, it might have been like, um, you know, Skollendroth or something, you know, the uh, the great uh, you know, with the umlaus and you know, with all the oh, you know, okay, did yes. did did, did, uh, did the frog come with an Allen key as well? Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Well, the funny thing was, its legs are on one leaf and its head is <laughs> on the other. leaf <laughs> Oh, yeah. then, now, hang on, I don't, surely I don't have enough legs Yeah, here. I'm having a look inside the packet. <laughs> no, there was, yeah. there was an extra leg. Once le- we put together, there's an extra leg. Oh, what do we do? What Where do the hell is this go? one go <laughs> Oh, take it it's a the, boy.
1: Take it go- to the lost dog. Lost, <laughs> a boy. <laughs> Oh, very good, mate. Very good. All right. Must be about disclaimer. Time 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 to bring it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Time
2: time, time to get all serious. Um, All right. uh, All advice And this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information. But as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything or if there's anything that you need any clarification of. I've actually thought about trying to get my kids to try and read that out. Oh yeah! I, could, um, see, I don't know how how Camille at six would go, you know, trying to spit all that out. But oh, know, I love it! We'll I
1: love it! We could do each of our kids at once a week. Oh, there Just you go! <laughs> rotate them around. Dan,
2: I don't want to, Dan, have to do it. Is it really my turn again? Do it for the pod. <laughs> do it for the podcast.
1: Oh, or, yeah. or, or we could get like friends of the show to do it.
2: Franciscus Franciscus Francis- yeah. He could do it in
1: Latin In <laughs> Latoria Gracilenta. Fantastic Pufo Marinus
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I wonder if he actually Knew that off the top Of his head Or if he had to Oh have...
1: Timmy He's good He, he is i send good. him a lot of photos oh, And he comes straight back On them. Really wow. Straight back You know Like yeah. I yeah. Seen, I remember I sent A little baby bird I thought oh, Looks really exotic Looks really cute you know, It's a little baby yeah. Falling out of the list Pigeon What, what do I yeah, No
2: Blackbird Ha <laughs> <laughs> Not interested. Blackbird, damn! I was expecting a bald eagle or something. So, (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping it was a A (laughs) dodo.
1: And it reminds me of a. did a house call for a <coughs> really uh, intelligent couple. Yes, yeah. In um, in you know, in a Melbourne, and they had a
2: they had a Bengal cat. Okay, yes. And um, noisy things. Yes, yes. Yeah, really great personalities. Yeah, yeah really
1: individual personalities. And uh, and they called me out because their cat was inappropriately defecating. Yeah, okay, yep. So you know, I think they were legal. I think they were both lawyers or something okay. like that. You know, QCs. Yeah, I don't remember. Went round to their home, you know. The, oh, I've got this problem. The cats, you know, you know pooing outside the litter box. You know, well, I don't know what to do. No. Yeah, yeah. We're getting up in the morning, and I'm feeling that squelch between my toes. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So I pop out, pop out to the, the house and have a look, and you know, where's the, uh, where's the litter box situation tray at the moment? And they take me to the to the human toilet.
2: Right. And have you heard of the litter quitter? Oh have you yes, I have heard. Of that oh, that, yeah, the so one that tell us about though is that the one that goes inside of the toilet. Yeah, so it's Ugh. used yeah. on top
1: of a human toilet, right? And it comes with different sort of size seats, I suppose. Right. So when you first start using it, it's actually just a litter tray. You put litter on it, and the cat learns to jump up on the toilet. Yeah. Do a poo in the litter just on top, sitting on top of the toilet. Yeah. Then over time, you deep you, you, you swap out the the inserts, and then after a while, there's no litter. There's just right. a little hole. A little hole? Yeah, a little hole, that the cat's meant to poo and it goes in the toilet. Oh, really? And then you make that hole bigger. Oh, okay. And then bigger and bigger. And then eventually you can remove the whole litter quitter and the cat's just pooing on the toilet. Oh, just, just perched on the, yeah, the on the edge of the seat. Yeah, perched on the edge of the seat. Right. And so they had this litter quitter and I was like, oh, that's really weird, it? So it's been using it really fine for a long time. But just the other day, I went in there and I gave him a bit of fright when he was on there and he fell in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and he was out of there. He there was, you know, there was toilet duck everywhere. Oh, there was a like, blue through the bathroom. He was, was gone. Oh, he was no. gone. Oh. And so, and it comes back to that thing of just using a bit of common sense. And yeah. I said, well, so have you got another litter tray for him now? I was like, no, no, we're still trying to get him to go in the toilet. Yeah. I'm going, well, you know, he's not going to go back to that
2: toilet. He's been dunked. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, yeah. He's had he's, uh, the bully. He's, he's pushing been... his head in the toilet. Yeah. He's not going back there. And, and, and with the poo in there too. Yeah. You know, even worse. <laughs> well, yeah, mid mid the perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm not, I,
1: we didn't really go into the ins oh, and outs. No. But, but yeah. I imagine the kids were perhaps halfway dropped off at the pool and he's gone Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it was, it was a simple case. In this case, I said, well, unfortunately, you're just going to have to go back to the litter trail on the floor next yeah. to the toilet. Yeah. You can try again the litter, could another stage. And sure, sure enough, they put another litter tray in there, bang, no more pooing, external litter tray. Animals at war, I mean, you mentioned some of the common ones, you know, yeah. the horses, the cattle... Some of the other animals that went to war. Yeah. A little bit different. Moose. A moose. moose. Moose Moose went to war. Wow. Hawks? Hawks. Hawks went okay. and our old mate Sudan, rhinoceros. No. I really? don't remember him saying on his Tinder profile <laughs> ex veteran. Maybe ex-veteran. that would have attracted war vet the ladies. Yeah, that would might have attracted the ladies a bit better. Might had have he done. mentioned that on his Tinder profile and he might not be extinct now. Yeah. No. But bats. Bats as bats, well. Bats as well. Oh, the bats. They were an unusual experiment in World War II. Right. Uh, they were intended to carry small-timed bombs. Oh, <laughs> no, really? And they were supposed to fly the bombs into Japanese houses and set the houses on fire. Wow. The army used about 6,000 of them. Gee whiz. But the project proved to be unsuccessful and was soon abandoned. Now, I've, I've, if you go to a cave yeah. and you see bats... They fly out and they fly back in. Yes, yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. are we talking more your boomerang kind yeah, of thing? I was, I was, yep, set the timer, no worries. Yep, <laughs> in one yeah. minute, you go and fly into, into the Japanese little Put yeah, ho- you your house, you, yes yeah. over
2: there. And they've got, oh, hang on, he's coming back. Oh, oh no. no. And it's not just one. <laughs> yeah. It's not just one. <laughs> Six 6,000. 6,000. Six are Six all coming, coming back. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Barry, this is a really <laughs> stupid idea, Barry. Whose idea was this?
1: <laughs> As well, glowworms? Right, glowworms. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, how they treated them if they're unwell. Yeah, what did they do with the glowworms? Well, glowworms uh, in World War I, One. Yeah, they used them in jars to create glowworm lanterns. Okay, right. Yeah, uh, and only they reckon it took only a few specimens of the insects of the insect species to emit a lo- enough light to study maps and to read letters. Really? How's that? Wow, that's yeah, right. That's impressive. And the last one. Yeah, chickens. 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 Now I like this. This is a quote from where I got, I'm not sure, I think this was, I'm sure this is out of the the, the Telegraph or New York Times or something. something. Yeah, 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 reputable. Yeah, 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 for sure. If you think KFC only refers to the fast food chain, you've probably never heard of Kuwaiti field chicken. No, Kuwaiti, are they
2: finger-licking good as well?
1: (laughs) (laughs) A secret military operation in the American army in the Gulf Wars. In the operation, the American soldiers adopted 250 chickens to carry atop their Humvees, their vehicles... Sensitive to poisonous gases, the chickens would have served as early warning devices of chemical warfare. Oh
2: no! The the canary in the coal mine. The canary in
1: the coal, <laughs> the mine. in the coal mines. Wow, gee that whiz! Amazing? That's crazy. That's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah so, it's some bit of the the, the more different. Yeah, weirder.
2: Uh, I'm sure they
1: didn't get the uh, the Dickens medal, but but
2: no, no, but, but they served. They they, they still serve. They did their part. Yeah, that's their right. Part.
1: The chickens, yes. I remember when um, I went to see some clients a while ago, uh, Carolyn and Mike, we'll call them, and they had a cat socks. Yep. Um, and uh, and when I went to their home and I walked, opened the front door, they opened the front door and I walked in the house, I knew the problem, boom, it hit me straight away. The smell, that yeah, pungent right. odour uh, of, cat of, of cat wee. And I was like, all right, I oh, know what's going on. And they just had a new baby. Right. Now, okay. I know, hot on your lips, mate. Get him the book. No, wh- no. no. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, no. a plug. We seem to talk about it every they, time. They, did,
2: they, they didn't tell their baby they, they oh. had to tell your cat that they were pregnant. <laughs> I'm worried
1: that this whole podcast is becoming a plug for
2: a my book. <laughs> every time I bring up something, it's like,
1: no. <laughs> I was actually thinking, you're going to say, was it a bad baby? A bad baby. Bad ba- Sorry, your bad. Yeah, baby. Bad baby. Bad, I, bad I forgot baby. about the bad baby. Yeah, you didn't get the cue. Come oh, on, I, I held up the sign. Bad baby. Jeez, Neon these, lights. Oh. It was the it's LED scared. lights. Yeah, scared you away. <laughs> So, look, they just had a baby and, and you know, and Socks, the cat was suddenly urinating these, you know, marking all different places. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you know, not it's a bad baby, but they're worried it hates the baby. Yes. And yep. that's, that's understandable. But when we sort of looked into it, there were a lot of changes that occur when they brought the baby home. So right. the, the cat liked to sleep in the nursery in a beautiful window seat, lovely, you know, uh, get the sun of the day in there, like to spend, you know, 12 hours a day just relaxing there. And as soon as the baby came along, they had to boot the cat out. Yeah, sorry, cat, you're gone. Exactly. So, lost his favourite spot. They had less time. the Baby yes. had colic. You know, um, uh, I forget the baby's name. Let's call it Jim. Jim, Jim had colic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jim had Poor colic. Jim. Hopefully, it wasn't a female. Gassy Jim. Yeah. Gassy. Windy Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so they had less less time to um to pat and play with him. Um, and also he was they were constantly sort of shooing him away. He was wanting attention. He was meowing at them. Yeah. Wanting right. attention, they were shooing him away. So. We did say to him, I did say to him, look, I don't think Socks hates the baby. No, just no. Hates that He's not getting as much attention. So, you know, we talked about including the cat more in what they're doing. They, yeah. they put an elevated scratching post next to the change table that the cat could sort of get up and they could interact with the cat while changing, changing Jim, Jim, Jimbo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The old mate Jimmy. Yep. And, uh, and, and then they gave them access to the window seat when they were in their supervisor. So when they were feeding the baby... Um, the cat could go in there. ...that could go in there and have a bit of time in there um, and, and and sit next to mum in the feeding chair. And that, that helped a lot. And we also did, you know, talk about adding some anxiety, lowering medication, which which did help socks get over the transition...
2: Yes, yep. all the
1: changes in the house. So obviously there's medication that can help. Um, other things, you know, we, we sometimes recommend, sometimes de-sexing...
2: Yeah, okay, yeah. ...if it's yep. an entire
1: male. You know, yeah. They do tend to spray a bit more, so we will we'll uh, desex them.
2: And it stinks. Yeah, male cat urine. Ear yes. Oh my goodness. Particularly pungent. Oh my goodness, odour de cat for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you always know when you've got an entire male in the uh, like a, an adult uh, entire male. Yes. You know, in um, I remember there was a cat in um in England that came in um to be desexed. He was about two years old. This big ginger thing. Like he had a head on him like a Wilson oh, basketball. Yeah, they get the big jowls, don't yeah, they? Yeah, big, big huge. Jowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And this was a, when I was in England. It was at the time when David Beckham was was playing. Oh, yes. And do you remember what his um, his nickname was? Uh, Bend it, gold, <laughs> golden balls, oh, golden balls. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> golden, golden balls. balls. So that's what we called the ginger cat for about ten minutes golden. until then. His surgery was over, and after that, it was just yeah, just Beckham. <laughs> just Beckham. He <laughs> <laughs> was just golden after that. Just golden. <laughs> A Golden sad sack, oh gee whiz!
1: So uh, yeah, so obviously yeah, we're desexing, and then you got to try and identify what's the cat stressed about. Yes, are there changes what's to the, the house? Trigger? Exactly. Are there cats outside? Are there renovations? Um, and you know, there are medications you can try. You can try Feliway, which is like a the pheromone. A, yeah, pheromone comes in a spray or a diffuser. You can plug in that can help. Um, you know, into increasing interaction with the cat too. Yes. Um, as well, you know, playing with the cat a bit more, giving them food enrichment yeah. devices. So, uh, it's got sort of toys that have got food in them. They've got to work to get the food out of. Yep. Um, elevated hidey holes, you know, which can be simple as like a uh, cardboard box turned upside down with a hole cut out of it, and they can, you know, you put a. Uh, t-shirt you've worn to bed Up in it And they can get up there And watch what's going on High You know Maybe on top of a shelf Or I was going to say On top of a TV But TVs are so thin So these skinny these days <laughs> Good luck
2: <laughs> Yeah that, that, that wouldn't reduce It's stress going, I really love This spot Here on the telly <laughs> That
1: shows how long I've been doing this Back in the tube telly days When they were those Brick of the things Mailbag this week we have got, got an email Just addressed to you oh, Ooh, yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. Hi Robbie My dog Walden Has a sore eye When he's looking at me It looks like he's winking I'm worried My other dog Kennedy May have scratched him When we were playing With their When they were playing With their stuffed toy train Nice I'm a big fan of your show And keep up the work Keep up the good work Regards CP No CP. Now, I hang on. CP, hang on. I thought, what's 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 going on? So, as I did, I got on Google. Yes. Looked up well, a link between CP Walden and Kennedy, the two dogs' names. Yeah. It was a certain CP. Any CPs we talk about on the show much? Oh, well, oh, my goodness. You know, <laughs> Your old mate I Char- feel like I'm blushing
2: a little <laughs> bit here, Your mate. Your old
1: mate, Charlie Pickering, in an interview, I have a West Highland Terrier called Walden. And a Scottish Terrier called Kennedy. Walden's full name is W.G. Snuffy Walden, (laughs) who is the composer of the music in the West Wing. Right. Kennedy is named after Bobby Kennedy, but also my grandmother's family from Scotland were Kennedys. Right. I think we finally got the contact we've been looking no, for, Robbie. No, yeah, that's a You've setup. You set it, that mate. up, haven't you? No, no, mate, this is genuine. <laughs> no way, no way. <laughs> no way. Like are you serious? He's, uh, he's reaching out to you, mate. He's reaching out. What's your advice?
2: Oh my goodness. He's Trump.
1: winking at you while they're playing with their toy train. Are there any w- links to trains at all? Trains. Oh, I don't know but, about. Were you chasing stuff the puppy Billy or something?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. There you go. You, yeah, I knew you were to. <laughs> <laughs> When I saw the thing, you yeah, had so so. Yeah. Come on, mate. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah, Give, give the guy, bro. He's winking at you. Come oh, on, mate. You're <laughs> oh. too damn gullible, Lewis. Yeah, because when you send it through to me, right? So, so um, so you sent me through, and I've looked, and I've gone, well, all right. So that's a bit weird, you know. And I saw the stuffed toy train one, and I and I've gone. <laughs> Look, I've seen weirder toys. <laughs> I've seen weirder toys—a stuffed toy train. Yeah, look, you know, I'll, I'll go with that. But um, yeah, no, you yeah, had me hook, line, and sinker, man. Nice oh, look, one. Look, I think if we've got no problem, you
1: need to go to Yvette straight away. CP. Yes, absolutely. Whoever CP. you are,
2: but uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Whoever you may may be, maybe you. we finally got the contact you've been waiting for. <laughs>
1: Speaking of doctors, yes. do you, have you heard of the celebrity doctor Sally? Now, I might, I'm not sure I'm going to get her surname right. I, is it Cockburn or is it Coburn?
2: I think it might be Coburn oh. as long as you're not, not going uh, phonetically, phonetically, phonetically. Right.
1: Well, I won't go back to my 13-year-old self. And, <laughs> and, and,
2: and I already went there. So <laughs> 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 we, we did it before we'd chat about it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah so yeah. something about you know, getting a cream to try <laughs> and uh, fix it up, yeah. No,
1: so Sally Coburn, who, who do you remember who Sally Coburn was? No, no, who Sally C- Doctor
2: Feelgood. That's Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood, do you remember Doctor Doctor Feelgood? Feelgood on a Sunday night? Yes, yes, late on Triple Yes, late,
1: late at night. That's where I learned all my things about the
2: female bits and stuff. Yeah, listening wow. Listening to Doctor Feelgood. W- when you were listening to it, did you, were you listening to it proudly in your bedroom? Or were you listening to it, you know, sort of down low, you oh, know?
1: Covert. covert, little ear, ear, ear plug in the ear, little oh, yeah.
2: earphone in the ear? I reckon. Yeah. No, because it was late at night it late was you know, night.
1: sunday night it was you know well past bedtime
2: yes yeah yeah yeah, you know, you, yeah No. how about you you loud and proud uh, no no clock radio very quiet yeah you know, yeah yeah listen and go oh they're talking about <laughs> rude, rude things <laughs> rude things <laughs> because this is before the internet you know exactly you know I mean? exactly <laughs> <laughs> These the days rude. you could find out more on, you know, more on Wikipedia than the, what you could. The can rudest hear. thing we had in those days was the Picture Magazine, wasn't it, mate? Oh, well, oh yeah. Well, the um, the, the No, you, no, you had something else. Oh well, there's was uh, also trying to work out how to um yeah the the thing of um on a calculator where you could make it say <laughs> boobless. <laughs> that boobless, was pretty rude. Boobies, a boobies. A oh, oh, boobies.
1: boobless. Oh, the seven could be yeah. I'll see where you're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is so, it boobless or boobies?
2: Well, could I guess That's it could be either?
1: Wow, we come from different sides of yeah. the tracks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back back to back yes. to Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, yeah Doctor Feelgood. She was in the in the paper. A little bit of a heartwarming story. Yep. Her pampered pooch Molly has saved her life. Right. Doctor Feelgood collapsed at her bayside home on Sunday morning from a potentially deadly blood clot clot blocking her lungs. She was awakened by her Shih Tzu Cavalier cross licking her face and whimpering. Right. It was like suffocation. I got myself on the floor, and I don't know what happened. The next thing I know is the dog sniffing around my hair, panting and licking my face. Right. I called Triple O. So how's that? And she's ended up, uh, she's ended up in the in the Alfred. I think in the Alfred Hospital. Yep. And they said she had such a big clot in her lungs that if the dog hadn't awakened her, she wouldn't have made it.
2: Wow. Gee whiz. It's amazing news. I think that's self-preservation for the dog because it knows that hang on, if the owner dies. I ain't gonna be eating unless I'm eating her. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like
1: a um, hang on. What you're trying to say? The food bowl's empty, and she's going, "Hey, wake up! Hey, hey, come on! It's feeding time.
2: It's not sleeping time now. Get up!" I'm suspicious too of the dog's mode. Yeah, hey, Doctor Feelgood, I'm Doctor Hungry. You know. (laughs) How did your doctor fill up my food bowl? (laughs) (laughs) And she says she's in hospital now.
1: Yeah. She's been keeping an eye on Molly via doggy cam. Right. Which is feeding her live footage from the home. Right. She's watching the house, but she seems to be going back to the place on the couch where I last sat with her. Yep. The only other place she goes is the cushion where my head was. Right. I reckon she's going, hey, mum's gone. I'm the king of the castle now. This is my spot. Yeah. The comfiest spot on the couch. She's got it all wrong, I reckon. I think
2: she's... she's yeah, the dog's probably also looking for coins, you know, because the dog's trying to order Uber Eats because it's sitting there going, <laughs> hang on. I'm she, She's still in the hospital. I'm still hungry. <laughs> What's going on? I was trying to lick her face, saying feed me. Now she's gone. Keep, yeah, keep, Keeps banging on the iPad trying to trying to order the Uber. You reckon? Come on, when's oh. his margarita pizza turning up? Mm,
1: oh gosh. Well,
2: that, that is that is an excellent story, and we yeah. we, we wished um uh, Dr. Sally all the best in her recovery because yeah. that's um you know I mean it's a gee whiz it's a it's a pretty close call you know when you uh. Getting a big blood clot in the lungs, gee whiz! You know you've got
1: to be. And and be lovely to hear any listeners that have got any stories about their dogs. You know, doing amazing things. You hear about dogs saving people from fires, or you know, pulling kids out of the pool when they're drowning. Causing
2: house fires by trying to get pancakes off the stove.
1: Causing fires.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, come and check out the pancakes.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie to chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions. Search Two Vets. Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to 2 at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at VetBehaviourist and more importantly as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.